Welcome to the Unpacked Project. We're your hosts. I'm Noelle. And I'm Miranda. We're here to explore all things social justice. It's through casual conversations, interviews, and storytelling that we hope to inspire others to take action towards a more compassionate and equitable world. Because honestly, it kind of sucks here sometimes. (laughs) For real. We can do better, people. All right. Let's start unpacking. Hello, everybody. (laughs) So Noelle and I are back um, with one of our last episodes for the season. Um, Season on season. I know, you know, Noelle and I had this debate of like, do we want seasons? Do we not want seasons? We've talked about this multiple times. But, um, you know, I think uh, in terms of kind of uh, sectioning content and the things that we discuss, um, super important. So for one of our for our last episode, we really want to talk about cancel culture. Um, This season, we've really discussed narratives, media messaging, um, how politics, politicians utilize um, narratives to shift our thinking and things like that. And I think really what a lot of that narrows down to is cancel culture. Mm -hmm. Um, And how are we going about holding people accountable? Are we choosing to shame them instead? Kind of groupthink and collective thinking in Mm -hmm. terms of just canceling people. Um, And really, you know, the conversation kind of rose out of a text conversation that came up between the (laughs) two of us. Um, And it was in regards to Kyle Rittenhouse and the question that was posed is, should we cancel him? And yes, the answer between both of us was yes. But the fact of the matter is, you know, where does somebody get to learn, right? And so not necessarily in his case, um, but in other people's cases, where is the opportunity for them to learn and grow from their mistakes if we're just canceling people, companies, you know, communities, mm-hmm. groups? Um, where is the accountability and how do people get to learn through that experience? Um, so really, that's what we're here to talk about today. I think we've had some really great conversations mm-hmm. around that. And I think it's something that we all should explore more. Yeah, I mean, I think, well, one of the things that we always talk about is being restorative, right? Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. part of a lot of our episodes when we bring different speakers on. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to explore like how can restorative justice practices be utilized instead mm-hmm. of law enforcement mm-hmm. coming in and just punishing or putting something into place where there's really no change. Mm -hmm. Um, And so one of the things we advocate for is being restorative. So in situations that happen where someone says something that is offensive um, or does something that has been harmful, we as a society now, I think because we have social media, right, it's mm-hmm. easy for us to kind of take it in our own hands. Yeah. Like we talk about citizen journalism, mm-hmm. like people being able to record these things that are happening and comment on these things that are happening. Mm-hmm. And so it's really a way, I think, for society to like take these public stances, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, what you're saying is wrong, what you've done is wrong. Mm-hmm. And now we have the power, like you haven't been held accountable by the law. When you think about the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. that was like a big thing, right? Like we felt these men were never held accountable before. So we're going to use the tools and the power that we have in our hands to cancel you. Like that's what's within our power to do. And we want to take a stance on that. Mm -hmm. But then like what really changes, like you think about the Me Too movement, you think of Kavanaugh, like have Mm -hmm. you really changed as a person? Um, We look at Chappelle, Kevin Hart, like these are people um, that have had to answer for things that they're doing Mm -hmm. and have had to kind of teeter that line of are they going to get canceled or not? poor Kaepernick, like for something that's, we should be (laughs) recalling attention Mm -hmm. to he's, his career still hasn't Mm -hmm. recovered. So, but that, but right. Because there's cancel culture from both sides though. And so that's a great example, you know? Um, and, and I think the other question that comes to mind is, 
at what level mm-hmm. should this occur, mm-hmm. right? Because we think of racist, ignorant family members mm-hmm. who just celebrated Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much conversation around, you don't even have to do Thanksgiving with family. Fucking cancel them all, you know what I mean? Right. If they right. don't, you know, because at a certain point, if something goes against who you are as an individual mm-hmm. and your well-being and your mental health mm-hmm. and just who you are and how you live in this world, mm-hmm. And then we say, or you say to someone, that's not okay because, right. and they double down. Yeah, That's a whole different thing because now you're showing me that you're not ready to be educated. You're not ready to listen. Right. You're, you're not open to that conversation. So what choice do I have? Right. right. And so I think that's kind of hard with a lot of celeb- celebrities that are in that spotlight because they're not necessarily saying, oh damn, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, or mm-hmm. I didn't know that or mm-hmm. tell me more. They're like, I stand by what I said. Yeah. I said what I said, and that's it. And then they get canceled, and they're like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let me what come can out I do with now this, to make yeah, my career better. Let me come out with this yeah. weak ass apology yeah. and like be seen in the spotlight with someone from whatever marginalized community I offended, and right. like act like things are better. You right. know. So it's it's hard. You know, I think as an individual, I wouldn't want to be canceled if I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. But also, I would be like, oh shit, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know. So right. So there's that. I mean, I think also part of the issue is like when you think of cancel culture, it's a very individual thing, right? It takes something that one person said mm-hmm. or one person did and it cancels that person yeah. and it doesn't do anything mm-hmm. to change the system of what's happening. Fair. I mean, I in no way think any of these people should just be allowed to say what they want to say. Like, okay, that's one of the big things we cancel culture, right? Like you have all these debates going back and forth. This is censorship. What about free speech? Yeah. Um, and then the other side, well, this is mob mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, this is woke culture trying to, you know, make everybody, uh, you know, soft. We mm-hmm. can't say anything anymore. And it's like all these debates back and forth. Right. And I think it's a good thing that as a society, people are standing up and being like boundaries, like just how you would with your, mm-hmm. your aunt at Thanksgiving yeah. or whoever. Right. Like, my parents who might say something and I might need to, you know, well, sure, counter sure that. as hell did. I text or, you, I'm like, my fucking mother is saying right. some bullshit. Right. Like, you know, anybody, our friends, our family, yeah. anybody around us who might say something, we might need to challenge or mm-hmm. might need to bring something else up. Right. But that only really affects that individual yeah. in that situation. So it's like, how do we systemically, we talk about systemic yeah. racism, we talk about marginalized communities. Like, how do we take these things that happen and use them as a learning experience, like you said, mm-hmm. like the Rittenhouse thing. Yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, we can cancel him. Like I was saying Arizona State students on the mm-hmm. campus were like, put a petition together. We want him off our campus. It worked. Okay, great. So he's not allowed there. But what are we doing as a society to learn how he was created in this society, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that there are other Kyle Rittenhouses in this society. Mm-hmm. Um, and what are we doing to, I mean, Chappelle's always involved in with the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. and dialogue back and forth. Um, you know, the me too movement, like I said, like, what are we Cuomo just had the whole sex yeah. scandal, yep. you know, like, so what are we doing? We just cancel this one person. And then what do we do to like change what the root mm-hmm. of that was yeah. and not make it just like an individual issue. Yeah. So, I mean, we know punishment doesn't work like in general with behavior. Mm-hmm. Like it, that's not something that's effective. Yeah. Um, I think we've always engaged in social shaming, mm-hmm. like as a, as historically, right? I've, there was um, an article I can read 
the quote that I really like because like public shaming is something yeah. that like we've always done as a society. Mm-hmm. I just think, and we talk about this all the time, like the internet has just taken these things that have always existed yeah. or like racism has just become, slavery has just become modernized, right? Mm-hmm. Or these things are just evolving. There are things that always were there and it's just evolving. One of the quotes from an article that I read was public shaming is a longstanding public ritual that helped to uphold social bonds and make sure people within communities were equal and understood the norms and to ensure no one got too high and mighty. So it's like, I think our intentions of cancel culture yeah. are good. Yeah. If, if we're all being like, this is wrong and these are, we're canceling you because we're seeing what you're saying is harmful. But then how do we draw the line? Like, where do we draw the line? Yeah, well, yeah, right. Because one of the questions we asked was, so should certain people be held to higher or different standards? Mm-hmm. And so at what point, what is okay for one person right. because of something and not okay for another, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's hard. I mean, but, and that I think also really falls into the same things that we see within our legal system, mm-hmm. you know, as well. Yeah. Um, why are some people held to certain standards and others aren't? So, yeah. so what's the answer? I mean, I don't know. We're just here talking about Final it. answer now. But I, think, no, I do think people in positions of power carry more responsibility. I mean, well, you yeah. know, like you're, and okay, people might want to be like, oh, well, they're just actors. There's, but you really are like change agents in mm-hmm. society. People look up to you. You're highly valued as like, you know, someone in our society in a higher level position. We even have now actors and actresses or sports people like going into politics or going because you have money and our system Mm -hmm. runs on that. Right. So, I mean, these are people where our children look up to them, adults look up to them and worship Mm -hmm. them. Um, I mean, I, I do think obviously anyone in government like politics, I mean, yeah, you should be held to a standard where you need to be very careful Mm -hmm. about what you're saying, Mm -hmm. but they're also, humans with their own experiences and their own upbringing. So where does that space get created? Because, I mean, I really do think, like, certain things you need to just be like, no. I think maybe for me some of it comes down to, like you said, the the apology. If you're just, like, doing it for your own motives, for your career, Mm -hmm. or it seems really disgenuine, um, but then who's the judge of that? Like who makes that, you know, like, I mean, my mind goes to so many places, right? Because I'm like, I think of wrong, like what is wrong in so many things, wrong in politics, wrong in our legal system, wrong with lawyers, right? Right. Like the shit that you choose to defend, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, and I mean, I don't, were you kind of done with your thought? Mm -hmm. Because it really then takes me into, okay, so we talk about narratives, media. So then we were talking about individuals, but is it, you know, at what point is it hate speech mm-hmm. um, versus freedom of speech? And then what is the responsibility of social media, of media outlets? Mm-hmm. Because you just mentioned, okay, well, you know, as someone who writes, you take someone's biases into account mm-hmm. you take their upbringing, mm-hmm. all of those things, and it can shape the way that they write. Right. So, you know, we've always And context, about, too, yeah, especially yeah. online. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, what was the context of what this person said? That's true, yeah. Um, well, I mean, that goes back to like the 11, the 11 things you should look for in media messaging, you know, (laughs) like what were they again? Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, we, as a society and our, our media really just need to do a better job. Mm -hmm. You know, we, there's a responsibility there. Yeah. There's a responsibility there. But the, the, what you hear people say though, is, well, I'm getting canceled for my opinions. Okay. So then the question becomes, the question Mm -hmm. that I think we need to start asking too is, is this a, just a difference of opinion 
or are you harming someone? Well, and that's the thing I have a challenge with because you, right? Okay, your opinion's so, harmful. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, your opinion can be harmful, but I can also ask, right? Like this happens, you know, so, right. I think a simple thing to think of is, do you prefer to be called black or African-American? Uh-huh. Right. And it's like, well, one person might be like, well, I don't, obviously this isn't a harmful term either way, mm-hmm. but people have different preferences, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, Dave Chappelle, friends within the LGBTQ plus community, mm-hmm. has like done extensive work. Some mm-hmm. people are not offended by what he said. You right, know? right, right. Some folks are. Right. So like, it also depends on who you ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. Even within those communities. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I don't... Well, I mean, I think when it comes, like you brought up um, free speech, dangerous speech, hate speech. I mean, if something is being said to incite violence or literally make threats upon a community. Yes. That's, I think, a hard, we, probably something we can agree on. Like a hard line we I mean, all that is the should agree of on. Speech, right? I mean, is, I'm pretty what? sure off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, from what, from some of our previous interviews, mm-hmm. it's like if it's going to incite violence or it's making specific threats, like, mm-hmm. you know, that it could um, be harmful to, to somebody or to a community, like it crosses that line. That is not protected by, yeah. by freedom of speech. Yeah. Um, and I do think that that's something, especially in this day and age with weapons and gun, poor gun control and mass shootings mm-hmm. and all these things. I mean, we're in a time where like people really can get killed over this shit, you know? Oh, and it's, yeah. it's not, I mean, not people, people are, people are, right. <laughs> um, but the way that it's like, I mean, mass shootings in the society are, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's awful, especially yeah. thinking of things that have just happened recently over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. And of course, yes, we've had a racial violence and violence against LGBTQ plus community yeah, so, yeah. forever and mm-hmm. ever and ever, right? So when we have speech or actions on social media that can spread really quickly and they are inciting violence mm-hmm. or they are, you know, making threats and mm-hmm. people can very quickly get act on them. Um, or get large groups of people together very quickly to act on them. I do think as a society, we need to put a hard line in the sand on that one. Like, mm-hmm. no. But then there's all these other really more frequently seen, yeah. really nuanced things that people say, where people will be like, this is just my mm-hmm. opinion. I'm entitled to my opinion. And, you know, this is, I have a right to say this because this is my belief. And it can still be harmful to yeah. someone, maybe not a threat to violence, Um or to kill them or anything like that, but it could still be harmful to the community, especially mm-hmm. communities that have been historically, yeah. you know, oppressed. So I don't know. I think, I think it's interesting conversation. That's why mm-hmm. we've had this more than yeah. one time. And I don't think that there's an answer. Yeah. I would like to find a way for it to be more restorative. I don't know what that looks like yeah. necessarily. Um, I also think just because we're saying things need to be restorative doesn't mean there aren't consequences yeah. for people. Like sometimes I think when people think of restorative practices or restorative justice, they think, oh, well, so all we have to do is like have them learn and apologize. Sit in a circle and, so and hold fun. hands and shit. Right. Yeah. And it's like, no, like there can still be yeah. consequences, mm-hmm. especially like if you're in a position of power and you said something that's alarming and ignorant and harmful, you need to step back. Mm-hmm. Go do your time yeah. of learning and whatever other the consequence of that might be, you lose your position yeah. or you lose your authority. I mean, and that's for, a natural consequence, I feel like. Exactly. Right? And I think that's what's important is that, you know, the restorative justice system is really about natural consequences. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the things that happen because of your choices, but they aren't necessarily like punitive and you can rebuild yourself after. Right. You know, right. 
Which I mean, for society would be better. Yeah. Right? Like if we're trying to, or like take the focus off of yourself and your Mm. career and try to figure out why you had your thoughts and why you said what you said. It's called privilege. That's (laughs) your privilege right there. Go back and fix that. Like it's like, okay, cancel culture. Let's think of what we should cancel. Mm -hmm. Racism. Yeah. Canceled. Yeah. Sexism. Canceled. (laughs) Like... All the isms that we talk about, Mm -hmm. those are what should be canceled. And the people that contribute to all of that need to do the work instead of being so upset that your career got canceled or, you know, like you feel like your name is being slandered or whatever the thing is, do the work to fix what the root of the problem was of why you even said what you said in the first place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? And I mean, it won't be everyone who wants to do that because there's plenty of people that are just like, I'm right. And I'm right. And so, oh, well for you, I don't care about your feelings, you know? (laughs) And they're not, (laughs) again, like we talk about, like they're not the ones that we're going to even worry about because that's, you're a lost cause. But you know, for the people that want to learn from things that they say and do, Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we have to create space for that. If we are just punishing or we're just like not giving people the ability to be able to do that, mm-hmm. nothing will change systemically. Mm-hmm. Like we're just in like a punishment kind of, yeah. you know, a mentality and people will still go home and have their racist conversations with their yeah. families um, and engage in those implicit biases mm-hmm. and microaggressions, all those things, even after you cancel these people. <laughs> They're still going to go on with their lives and do those things. Yeah, and spread. They're still spreading right. shit. Yeah, just on different levels, you know. So, I don't know. So, we don't, we didn't have a game plan today, but I just came up with one. Oh. <laughs> okay. And since I know the game and you don't, yes. only you can play. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so, um, you know, you always are sending me wonderful articles to read. <laughs> So one of the articles, you know what I'm going to do? No. One no. of the articles is from um, Pew, the Pew Center. Okay. Um, and folks, so the article is Americans and Cancel Culture, where some see calls for accountability, others see censorship and punishment. Okay. Um, so readers wrote in with um, what they define cancel culture as. Okay. Right. And in their messages, they included if they were Democrats <laughs> Okay, okay. So this is like the game on the radio, okay. black or white. Yeah, okay, we're going to do that. Republican. <laughs> yes. Okay. 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 So I'm going to read you two. Okay. Well, I'll read you one and you have to guess. Okay. okay. Nice uh, and simple. Nice yes, and simple. nice and simple. <laughs> Cancel culture. No, I don't want that one. <laughs> Cancel culture is trying to silence someone that does not have the same belief as you. Basically, it's taking their First Amendment rights away. It violates affected people's civil rights. Republican. Yes. Let's see. Oh, moderate is in here too. Wait, you didn't do your th- your thing. Oh. <laughs> Are you ready for a game, Noel? Yes. Game time. Game time. Game time. <laughs> okay. All right, I got the first one. First one, right? You did. All right. Cancel culture is a synonym for political correctness, where words and phrases are taken out of context to bury the careers of people. A mob mentality. Republican. Liberal Democrat. Oh damn! I was very surprised by that one. Uh, let's see. A mob mentality. Yeah, I think that's what we're saying mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Um, I think people need to be called out when they say something offensive on social media, because if you're brave enough to say it, then you should be brave enough to be accountable for your actions and be able to deal with whatever happens because of it. Uh, 
I mean, I'm just like, I agree with that. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. like, cause there was something that I read that they were like, you know, social media, people say things and we've talked about this. People say things on social media. They wouldn't say out loud. We've right? dealt with or that. Not. I mean, the shit yeah. that people say to us online. People, we try to get, can- we've been canceled. TikTok. We have been canceled. What's up? <laughs> Let's talk about that. Okay. First of all, let me answer that. Okay. I'm going to say. I'm going to say Republican. Liberal Democrat. I was going to say Democrat and I switched it because I thought it was wrong. All right. Um, so tell people how um, your your folks, you're not your parents, but your white people, think that you're a traitor to your kind and got you canceled on TikTok. I think canceled on TikTok because I posted a video. It was the Rittenhouse one, It right? was, yes. The, a, a video about Kyle Rittenhouse murdering people i also had video about ahmaud arbery in there it was when the trials were going on and okay maybe i made fun of him crying a little as did everyone on the fucking internet exactly apparently apparently i was bullying kyle rittenhouse and i'm also a traitor to our country yeah for thinking that what was allowed for kyle rittenhouse was exposing the racism in our criminal mm. legal system. Yeah. Apparently I'm a traitor. Yeah. For thinking that. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> so great. Unbelievable. And then whoever it was reported us and yeah. our TikTok video got right. taken down. So we get canceled. Yeah. We're here just trying to do good work. And okay, so you asked before, I love our game though, but okay. this is bringing up other conversations. Yeah, you asked before like, the responsibility of social media companies, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, forget mm-hmm. news outlets. Mm-hmm. Um, but what should be their responsibility? We've had things, we have posted things on Instagram, on Facebook that get taken down or we're told we're not allowed to put that content up. Mm-hmm. Nothing we put up is offensive. It's the complete opposite, right? The work that we're doing, like try, we're calling attention. Most of the things we post are research-based facts, interviews, like stories that we see that we throw up mm-hmm. and we get told we can't yeah well our content gets censored but what's harmful and what we put up nothing you just it's just you don't like our opinion or mm-hmm. our what we're doing and then you see all these other clearly harmful things on social media that are allowed to spread like wildfire and that doesn't get yeah. taken down you know it reminds me of crt in school seriously it literally what you just said yeah apply it to the same thing like you know? i'm like so i mean yeah i guess it comes down to i mean these are private companies yeah right and they're allowed to do whatever the hell that they want to do well they are allowed to do whatever they want to do i think you know that's a whole other issue with however the fuck their algorithms work and right. you know if you're reporting to a bot or people are actually looking at this information mm-hmm. i mean you think about the billions of users that are on social media mm-hmm. and the amount of people that work for these companies like you can't be checking every single message right something gets reported and you know if it's reported by more than one person um your you know your account is flagged mm-hmm. your information isn't you know your content isn't shown to as many people so like essentially the same thing your yeah. career careers are being destroyed right right we're being because, canceled. yeah because of it so it's it's an interesting concept but in typically in the like guidelines for you know whatever social mm-hmm. media platform it is you know they'll have these things against you know like political views racism whatever mm-hmm. harmful speech things like that mm-hmm. and some of the things that we're talking about or other accounts are talking mm-hmm. about don't go against those guidelines. Right. It's just been reported enough. And then you go against it. You know, you try to um, 
combat it and they're like nope sorry yeah done so or someone has somehow offended by the work we're doing mm -hmm. and they complain about it and they can make a case for themselves yeah that it's like how white people want to say a reverse race it's like people need to have something God. to complain i mean yeah. seriously you know and it's a well i'm being uh, i'm offended mm -hmm. by what they're shut up yeah you know you just need to have something to complain about you have to center yourself. Yeah, you have again, no life. Of being, clearly. The, yeah. being a victim of it's just so irritating. And especially when it's something where there's good that can come out of it. Yeah. As I, I keep going back to Kaepernick with the whole Kaepernick, not that we want this to be about Kyle Rittenhouse, but like that was the big thing, right? Like he's a hero. He's, you know, defending the country and like mm -hmm. all these things. And then you have someone kneeling at the national anthem yeah. and he's completely blacklisted mm -hmm. and so I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I'm just like, drink more coffee. Do you want champagne? Who is making these decisions? They are clearly not using the right guidelines. Well, and I, you know, again, I always go back to really our podcast is truly rooted in white supremacist norms. Right. You know, I think so much of what we're against. Right, we're is against that. that. Yeah. You know, and mm -hmm. you think about politics are rooted in that our social media is rooted in that like every, everything is rooted in that you yeah. know and i think it always points back to that being the case mm -hmm. you know like who gets privileges in this country um yeah so i don't know i feel like we is it a good time to end the show do you I want to think so yeah. i mean i think you know we're not going to have all the answers obviously we just hope we can invoke thought and of like course. thinking in people um, well, and I think I think that's the key, mm -hmm. right? Actually, I think one more thing. Um, someone that we're interviewing later today, Kimmy, right? Mm -hmm. um, we had had oh, so right. the backstory is that we had posted on our TikTok and our Instagram um, this video of what we <laughs> deemed to be an intake session, right? So we um, interview people before they actually come on the podcast, just to hear how they talk, ask them some questions, kind of figure out the types of questions we're going to ask, things like that. And this guy like talked to us for how long did he talk to us? An hour? Oh my oh god, god, so it was long. longer than that. I'm just like he, was... we're you were texting on the side, like, will this guy shut up? I'm trying to get a word in. Like, Noelle has to go to sleep. She wakes up at like five in the morning. <laughs> we're up late. It was. I'm, it was like nine o'clock. It was. And yeah. I'm like, I finally tell him, like, Noel has to go to bed. He just keeps talking. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God. And he's not saying anything of importance, right? He was so, just talking about himself the whole oh time. Oh God, so fucking egotistical. Yeah. So Anyways, we didn't interview him, needless to say, <laughs> but, you know, we came across a TikTok with a guy that sounded very similar to him, right? Mm -hmm. Just kind of going on and on, not saying anything of importance, um, and we we're making fun of it. So someone that we wanted to come on to do um, our live, actually, she was like, well, I noticed your TikTok or your Instagram, um, and that's really how I speak as well. And I'm like, I'm not really understanding what she's saying, right? And so I came to the conclusion that she may have been offended and just felt like it wasn't a good fit for her mm -hmm. to come on our show, mm -hmm. listen to her podcast. I'm like, no, completely different. Not y'all aren't in the same group, not right. at all. She has a lot to say. I reached out to her. I'm like, hey, sorry, you know, like not our intention. This is what it was meant as. I'm mm -hmm. so sorry. Gave her compliments because she's really an amazing woman, has done amazing work, mm -hmm. um, has um, a, diver a, di a diverse experience. Um, and I think that that's important for our listeners, but it's about opening up that conversation mm -hmm. and being willing to say, Hey, I'm sorry. Or like, I didn't realize, like, right. let me know. And she came back and was like, Oh yeah, I'm down. You yeah. know? And so I think within cancel culture, again, I go back to the whole, is someone doubling down? Mm -hmm. Are you asking to learn more? Mm -hmm. And I think, and are you willing to listen? Yeah. yeah. If, she, if she had come at us in a way where it was like, 
you know, just maybe insulting us back mm-hmm. or leaving no space for there to be conversation about it or we responded in a way of like, you know, kind of dismissing yeah. what her concerns were, then we probably wouldn't be having the live with her Not this sure. afternoon yeah. and there wouldn't have been that dialogue back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's, it's like you said, it's, it's both sides, right? Yeah. It's people being able to listen to what, listen first project i mean we did that as Mm -hmm. one of our episodes right like if you say something and someone has a problem with it listen to what their concerns are and try to understand their perspective Mm -hmm. and for the people that are offended maybe instead of just wanting to cancel and punish let's let's kind of learn how we can express ourselves in a way where we're creating space for someone to not just be completely turned off and want to double down because yeah. that's like natural that's a natural instinct yeah. right if someone's yeah. coming at you and coming at you you want to defend yourself mm-hmm. that's a natural instinct everyone yeah. has so it takes both sides yeah. to have those conversations mm-hmm. and try to grow from the messed up things that people yeah. are doing because mm-hmm. of how society is yeah. <laughs> very true and so I think it's about all of us doing the work. The work. And yeah. it's annoying sometimes because I like to cancel people. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I like my mental peace. Do, 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 do. Just going on about my life. But, you know, if we're really about this work, we yeah. also need to be able to put some of those feelings aside as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a good place to end. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be back in January. Yeah. We have actually some really exciting interviews mm-hmm. um, coming up in January. We'll be talking about... Black masculinity, um, talking about vulnerability, looking at societal um, programs where there's tons of um, great things happening for communities that I think historically get harmful narratives out there about them um, and just really like innovative, cool things that are happening for our communities out there. So just really some really good interviews. Noble will be back on. Hey, I'm so excited. Yay. I mean, I'm excited for next season in general. Yeah, so we have a lot of good stuff coming up. So we hope you all have a wonderful holiday mm-hmm. season, um, a happy new year, and we will see you all when we come back in January. All right, bye. We love you. Bye, everyone. <laughs>